Dude, you know the marketing department was like, how can we get more millennials and Gen Z to buy our products? They're not drinking soda anymore. Also, I hope you know it hurt it hurt my soul to say the word soda there. But you know, but most most you people didn't have not in Michigan, oh, you did they don't the say listeners. pop. I do it for the listeners, man. Very nice of you. I know. Trying trying to spread some some love and kindness to the streets, Jared. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done spreading love and kindness because I I have a comment for you. Let's do it. I'm done with commercial flight. Oh, okay. Why is that? Uh. For a few reasons, Chad. I'm glad you asked. First of all, did you hear another person got duct taped? I did hear about that. This one is egregious. And not only did another person get duct taped, I'm pulling up the story. Um, the people, the, the flight attendants that duct taped them, duct taped him. Got suspended. Yeah, which is ridiculous. If Especially here. I, I, I like this stuff. And Apparently, I Apparently. I'm going to play it. Do you want to play oh, it? Oh, yeah. Play it. Because I know what you're going to say. Okay. And I'll just let him say it. Uh, I don't. I don't have the full. I'll just put it up to the microphone. This will work. You guys fucking suck. You hear? My parents are worth more than fucking two million goddamn dollars. You know what? How sad. <laughs> that dude's about to be on the no-fly list. He's talking about how much his parents yep. and grandma Terrible. are worth uh, financially and just screaming on an airplane. Terrible. Hey! Now he's fighting a flight attendant. And now it's a video of him being duct taped to the seat on a Spirit Airlines flight. His head, his body is duct taped to a oh, seat. Oh man, what an Did idiot, you- <laughs> bro! What an idiot! I, I'm sorry, but I have no patience for those types of people. Like, why would you ever cause a stir on? on- I tell you what, man. Before my trip to Germany, a couple of those stories we did on the podcast had me a little kind of looking yeah, around a couple of times where sure. people wouldn't put their mask on immediately, and like the flight attendant kind of gave them a look. I was like, "Uh oh, am I about to be in a news story where <laughs> somebody else just got duct taped to their flight?" Someone commented, "You can't brag about how much your parents are worth uh, while flying Frontier, <laughs> <laughs> her spirit, or whatever." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I believe it was Frontier. Okay. Um, so yeah, a passenger uh, was duct taped. I have the article here. A passenger was, and I'm not done, by the way. I have more reasons why I am done with commercial flight. Okay. And I also have it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also have uh, to admit something after that. Um, so a passenger was duct taped uh, to a seat after allegedly groping a flight attendant. By the way, so this is not cool, this. dude. Not cool. <laughs> so you know, we mentioned the fact that he was screaming about how much his parents were worth, but we didn't even mention how this started. He groped uh, uh, a flight attendant. So that's cool. Do you think he's drunk? He's on something. Yeah. I don't think this is a sober reaction. Dude's probably more than just high on life, I think. Yeah, I mean, you're on an airplane. You, no one goes on an airplane sober, right? <laughs> that's ridiculous, especially Frontier. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's on something. Uh, an out-of-control passenger on a... He looks like he's about 20... Oh, here. He's 22. Okay. An out-of-control passenger on Frontier Airlines from flight from Philadelphia to Miami last... By the way, I lived in Philadelphia. I flew out of that airport many a times. This is why I'm done with commercial flights. It's too close to home. Uh, Airlines flight from Philadelphia to Miami last Saturday had to be duct taped to his seat after he allegedly groped two flight attendants' breasts and took a swing at a third. In a cell phone video obtained by South Florida news outlet WPLG, uh, Maxwell Barry, 22, can be seen shouting profanities while sitting in his seat. He subsequently punched a male flight attendant, uh keeping watch over him at at which point he was taped down by a member of the crew for the remainder of the flight when the plane landed Barry was arrested by police on three counts of battery the arrests the arrest uh, report states Barry spilled a drink on himself then went to the lavatory to change he emerged shirtless it explains oh adding that Barry proceeded to wander the aisles for 15 minutes before allegedly molesting two crew members Jesus you know in that bathroom dude where he went to change yeah to change into some coke yeah really. (laughs) the bizarre incident uh comes less than three weeks after a passenger on an american air flight we talked about this when you got back yep um 
uh, comes three weeks after a passenger on an American Airlines flight from Dallas-Fort Worth to Charlotte was duct taped to her seat after she attempted to open an exit door and flight then bit a flight attendant. By the way, both of these seem like very legitimate reasons to uh, <laughs> duct tape someone to a seat. They don't say it in this article, but at least one of those flight attendants that uh, was um, suspended. I know that for sure. Right. Frontier passenger allegedly touched two flight attendants' breasts, then screamed his parents are worth $2 million <laughs> before punching a flight attendant. Frontier suspended the crew for duct taping passenger uh, the passenger to his seat as they landed in Miami. 22-year-old man was in custody. So, yeah. I'm not done, by the way. Uh, more reasons why I am effing done with... Uh, oh, shoot. This I is I, I no I'm not done. I, I will say this, Jared. This just justifies why road trips are a way better way to travel when you can road trip. Oh, for a hundred percent, I agree. I agree. You could you could bring whatever you want. There's no you don't have to pay for extra space. Right. Uh, there's no. Con- I mean, there are concerns about fools on the street, but you don't have to listen to them. Right. Maybe they might run into you, but I prefer that than what happened on. I'd rather get in a car accident to deal with what's been happening on these airplanes recently. I, I just picture you like sitting there. I'd on take a, that on back, by the way. I just picture you, Jared, sitting on a flight just with your like noise canceling headphones on. Like, oh, yeah. Can't, just, can't hear anything. I would just be looking straight ahead like a goddamn powered down robot. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, will they please finish duct taping this guy already? <laughs> he'd be screaming like, like I'd be in the middle seat. He'd be in the window, and he'd be screaming at someone in the aisle seat. And I'd just be sitting there, just like, I'm not. This has nothing to do with me. Yep. I'm listening to Tyler the Creator's new album. Call me if you get lost, and uh, I'm not concerned. Another reason, by the way, this is I think more of a reason why Spirit and Frontier just need to go away more than anything. Uh, hundreds. A flight's canceled as Spirit and American Airlines face operational shortages. Have you heard about this? I have not heard of it. Flights are just getting canceled left and right, dude. Really? Yeah. Um, hundreds of flights were canceled or delayed in the United States on Monday as a range of issue, issues appeared to impact two major carriers, American Airlines and Spirit Airlines. At American, about 13% of the carrier's scheduled flights, 387 total, had been canceled as of 3 p.m. Did you hear what I just said? 13% of the carrier's scheduled flights, 387, had been canceled as of 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, while another 533, or 18%, were showing as delayed, according to Flight Tracker website. So oh, if no. you add that up, 31% were either canceled or delayed on one day. That's not fun. A whopping, Bad time to be traveling. A whopping 35% of Spirit Airlines' 269 flights had been canceled um, did you hear what I just said, by the way? That's even crazier. Mm-hmm. 35% of Spirit Airlines flights had been canceled as of early Monday morning, while another 126 or 16% of the airline's planned scheduled were delayed. Jesus Christ. So 51% uh, were delayed slash canceled. Weather appeared to be the main driver of Americans' difficulties despite issues with staffing flights earlier this summer. The Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, home of American Airlines headquarters and biggest hub, was buffeted by severe thunderstorms uh, when powerful winds, blah, 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 blah. Spokesperson for the airline city cited Sunday storms as well as related air traffic control delays, severe ramp-ups. And, and listen, I'm sure that's true on a certain level. But I've heard that this is not isolated to one day, just to be clear. This is not a one-day thing, and I think it's right. more of a um, staffing issue, you know? Yeah, it could people, be. Yeah, and, and also... Definitely like, could who, be. I, I feel like flight attendant, it has to be turning into one of those jobs where it's like, you know, like with um, like the the hot, like the the um, server, like the serving industry, they're having trouble with people coming back. It's like, oh, people just don't want to work. That's the problem with society. And it's like, no, you're not paying people anything. And right. people are realizing that, you know, people are starting to realize that they don't need to be paid nothing to for to work at a shitty job and i feel like with the increase in these flight incidents we we are probably going to see a similar thing there too yeah um now i said i have something to admit i booked a flight Uh oh and i where to i booked it and i immediately immediately regretted it okay and immediately was thinking about how i can get out of this flight (laughs) (laughs) so i booked a flight to new orleans okay 
for a friend's 30th birthday party. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, okay. yeah. And now I'm just like, I don't want to do this. This seems like a terrible idea. Why is that? Because there's a, a Delta variant going around. And mm. even though I am vaccinated and I probably won't die, I still don't want to get COVID. Right. And I feel like putting myself in this situation is just is just sealing the deal. I, there was something in the news just the other day about how Louisiana is like one of the hotspot states. Doesn't um, surprise me one bit. And so um, so luckily my family lives in, in, in Louisiana. If they didn't, I wouldn't have even booked a flight. But I use them as like, I'll go, like, I'll go I guess, because I booked the flight. But like I'm not I I'm 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 every, day by day I'm like I'm not going to be involved in any of these parties but this is a friend and I'm 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 conflicted you know because it's like now I'm going to have to tell my friend that I have no interest in going to any of these New Orleans establishments and essentially guaranteeing that I'm going to get covid you know Yeah well I I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to tell you Jared in in a way Am I wrong I'm vaccinated you, how do do you agree here, do you disagree well, here, with my concerns the, Here's the thing Jared I I fully agree with your concerns, but would you do it? I'm let me let me let me speak my truth for you, Jared. Let me let me let me just say this. I would feel a little hypocritical not, you know, saying that when I was in Germany, you know, I went to some bars, mm. I went to a party, um, and my justification for it, and maybe it was stupid thinking, but my justification was, well, I'm vaccinated, and so I don't want to get COVID either, Jared. But um, and I've been to bars. Mm-hmm. I've been to parties. I'm not saying I haven't done that stuff. But even still, I don't know. You know, it's New Orleans, bro. So it's like, you're, you, I've been to, I haven't been to packed shit, I guess, except for one party. <laughs> but that was early on. That was before people right. were really talking about Delta variants, to be fair. Um, but like, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like New Orleans, being in Louisiana... Mm-hmm. being in places where where the whole appeal is that you're in these crowded bar slash club well, it's he, not just going to a bar where you sit down with friends for a drink and there might be people right. in there but but like it's like you know it's like there's the pictures from Lollapalooza where it's just like crowds of people just like did you see the meme the elbow did you see the meme where it was a picture of Lollapalooza and somebody yes. posting is this the crusty crab oh that i did i did see that one yeah another one i saw was they had like the classic Lollapalooza or a festival like um, lineup poster mm-hmm. where they show all the acts and every act was just Delta variant. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, here, here's the thing though, dude. I hate to say this because I understand the severity and I get people's lives are at stake, but we are living in a science experiment right now. Like that's why I'm kind of curious. Like I don't want to get COVID, but like. I feel like you can look at being vaccinated in one of two ways, Jared. Mm-hmm. You can look at it as, well, I'm vaccinated, so I'm going to live life as normal. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it a little bit. And I'm not I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. I'm just saying these are two opinions or viewpoints. The other one is this more is of how yours. how you live your life. I think the other one, though, is that, you know, well, you're vaccinated. You don't want to get COVID, so you're still living much more cautiously, carefully, yeah. being more choosy, which I think is fine. And going, bars and places going you go. To, yeah, exactly. Going to... It's not even that I'm necessarily concerned about getting COVID, but it's like, well, why, why would I put myself in a situation risk it. where I'm not even risking it? <laughs> like, I feel like if I'm if I'm going to hotspot, like by hotspots, I don't mean COVID hotspots. I mean hotspots as far as like hangs or like clubs and bars in New Orleans. You're solidifying it, you know. Like, it's not even risking it. These are packed bars and clubs in a place that is notorious for. Tourism, meaning people coming from all over the place, and right. a state that is uh, less vaccinated than uh, than uh, like the national average. Right. So it's not even like I'm like risking it. I mean, it is. I'm risking it, but it's more like uh, you're definitely going to get it. You think so? <laughs> and it's just it's just well, see, the here, vaccine here, that you're living off. Here's of. my question, though. Um, and once again, I'm not a doctor, but here, here's my question: If you're vaccinated. If you are exposed to it, sure. Will, do you get it? Do you get sick? I mean, based off of the stats, the risk is very low that that you're going to end up, you know, it, it, that you're going to end up any more serious than some slight uh, symptoms at most. Right. Especially for my age group and all that stuff. Right. Being vaccinated, it, it, even if I experience a symptom, you know. You know, though, Jared, I will say this. 
I think Germany takes the cake when it comes to just overall testing. Like, dude, the the way how easy it was yeah. to just sign up, get a test. All of my tests while I was in Germany were completely free, and I'm not even a German citizen. So, yeah. I haven't been tested once. I mean, <laughs> get, get out of here, Jared. <laughs> you haven't been tested until you had to go to Germany. <laughs> yep, and then I got tested before I came back. Okay, okay so that's okay. it. Was funny, dude. I had to go on campus for my job to set up actually some audio equipment for work, mm-hmm. and it was really funny because. Uh, I, I did the, they call it the campus like daily screener just to make sure, you know, you're good oh, to yeah. go. And because that's, I had traveled abroad, I was say, that's one of the questions it was. And because I traveled abroad, I got this red email saying, do not come to campus. And so I had to call the campus, um, health and safety and basically explain my situation. Tell them I got a COVID test. I don't have any symptoms right now. My test was negative and you're vaccinated. Did you and mention I'm, that? And I'm, yeah. Oh Yeah. Uh, got the Pfizer. I've been yeah. vaccinated since May. And so the lady said, right, uh, right. And the lady said, well, well, Sunday was your day zero, I guess is what they call it. Sounds mm. like a, like a crazy, you know, scary movie or something. <laughs> World War Z. Right. Uh, but she's like, so, so Sunday is your day zero when you got tested or Saturday, whenever it was. Thankfully now it's been long enough, Jared, where now. Um, I'm past the now I don't have to select that box Which is anymore. so funny because the US has the highest COVID cases these days right. and you traveled with I felt way safer in Germany <laughs> honestly say, than in the US you traveled through Missouri Kentucky and Tennessee and they're not yep. concerned about that and I'll, I'll be honest forbid, with you, you man. In Germany where they test I masked up like, like when I went inside gas stations when I event when I initially checked into the hotel I masked up I, I was one of the few people down there dude. oh for sure I could imagine that I mean you're yeah. one of the few people up here I can only imagine right. I, I remember driving through those states and there was no one masked up right. even uh, like a, a couple months ago um i uh i went maskless once in a grocery store Did it feel a weird? couple weeks ago i didn't like it i'm yep. back to masks yep. i went back to masks immediately <laughs> it's weird i see a lot of people day, our know. age still wearing them once in a while mm-hmm. and then older people and that seems to be about it yeah 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 uh, yeah, but the older people are also probably way more likely to be vaccinated too. Right. But um, yeah, for some reason, I, honestly, I feel like it's even less a concern about COVID, even though maybe that is some of it, and more just like I, I, f- I feel like there's more anonymity, and I like it. And I like it. I didn't get sick all year last year. Yes, I haven't coughed other than choking on my own saliva <laughs> <laughs> for a year and a half. It's been so great. Yeah, I haven't been I haven't been it's sick been nice. once, except for allergies. But that's not really sick, I guess. Right. Um. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, well, even though I'm, you might not give me COVID, but like, you can still give me sick. Right. I don't want to get sick. It's great not being sick. No one, almost no one, statistically speaking, no one got the flu last year. Right. And it's like, this is great. We, yeah. <laughs> the flu kills a lot of people, too. It does, for sure. Uh, and young people, too, a lot more than COVID does, I think. I think that's more of a young person. I shouldn't have said that because I can't even validate that. But anyway, so yeah, now... I got about a month and a half to figure out what I'm going to do about my trip to New Orleans because okay. I'm not I'm not going to bars and clubs. I'll tell you that. Maybe I'm just hoping that he hears this and it's, I don't have to actually tell it's, it to his it's face. Ki- it's kind of weird. Um, I mean, I went to some bars and clubs in Germany, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, well, and I went to some. Maybe maybe I shouldn't tell you this because you're going to kick me out of your house, Jared. But I went to some bars in Nashville. Okay. So I went to the honky tonks. Okay, nice. And, and I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. You know, so it it was weird though, dude. It was weird, like walking up to the bar, got a couple beers and like a like just a burger, and it was just weird looking around. Nobody had a mask on. Mm-hmm. It was weird. The band had a mask on while they were setting up, and then once they started to play, they took their masks off. What's the point of that? What's uh, that? Dude? Be- beats me. Beats me. <laughs> but I mean, the music was great, and uh, that's kind of why I, I don't know. I guess is is listening to good live music worth uh, getting COVID? Probably not, but. You know, you're probably stupid. That might be so. worth it. But if you're not, it's definitely not. Did you right. um did you uh see a lot of good live music in Tennessee, Kentucky? Well, not in not Kentucky, Kentucky, just but Tennessee. In Nashville, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. Was it all like what, what what were the genres that you experienced? So that was the interesting thing, Jared. So I was on most most of it was all on Broadway in Nashville, which is kind of the honky tonk bar central. So that's country? Uh, a lot of country, but Bluesy you also you country. hear some you hear some of that. You hear some pop music occasionally. Hmm. I heard one band cover "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey as oh, I walked do, by. They do co- like country covers or like blues covers of these well, pop songs. I don't know if I think some of them might just be like or um, just sort of pop covers, covers too. Yeah, just uh, covers. Okay. Yeah, okay. But but it's a live band, you know. And, and you sure. for sure. I went to Robert's Western World, and the reason why I went there. 
It's a bar. Honky it's a honky tonk. tonk. And the reason why I went there is because they do play honky more tonk. traditional country, which I wanted to get that more traditional vibe. What's it and called? That was again? really cool. Roberts Western World. I'm trying to. I I understand in concept what a honky tonk would be. I'm trying to picture it in my head. So I'm going to go. Well, to, let I'm going to pull me, up photos. Let me paint. Let me yeah, paint the picture please. for you and the listeners, Jared. So please. honky tonk. It's usually a one, two, occasionally three or four story bar, but usually one to two stories where you go in and as you walk in, usually the band is to the right or to the left of the door. And a lot of times they have the the front is like a window facade so you can see the stage and see the band. And a lot of times they'll have that window open or the window next to it open to draw people in. They lure you in with the good music, Jared. And so you're kind of partially playing to the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, well, I, I think I told you on our last episode, there was, or maybe the episode before that even, there was a guy who had a wireless mic who was singing out on the sidewalk and out in front of the bar. So is this bar on one of those popular streets? This oh well Broadway is the street okay. because I'm and Roberts this, Western World is on Broadway. I'm yes. looking at just some street photos and there are a lot. It looks like a lot of honky tonks on the yeah. Street. It's all just that row. So basically. as you're walking down the street, you just hear you just hear music constantly. Yeah. Yep. And, okay. Okay. And you'll take you'll take ten steps and then you'll hear a different sound. Right. It'll fade out of one yeah. into another. Exactly. <laughs> it's really cool. Like it's there's this electricity in the air on Broadway. Like when if if you're a music lover and you you and I are both. I think audiophiles and, and we enjoy Especially, music. I'm a big fan of bar live music too. It's and and that's the thing, dude. Is that's where I realize that we're really lacking here in Michigan, Jared. Is mm-hmm. is just like a lot of like I couldn't tell you where there's like the live and maybe there is. So if there's any listeners in Michigan, let us know. Yeah, but I don't know if there's any like live music scenes around Michigan anymore. I can't really think of anything. Yeah, so that's something they also have in New Orleans, by the way, as yep. well. You can that's the same concept. Well, you I was can talking walk to a friend in Germany, and they were asking me. They were like, "So is because they had been in New Orleans, and they were describing New Orleans to me." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds a lot like Nashville, except it's yeah. it's jazz, not it's it's a different music. vibe for sure." It's jazz and like blues and stuff. It's a, it's a completely different vibe, but it's just, it's it's similar in concept to where you're walking down the street and you're just like one one bar's live band goes out and another one goes in, you know, right. as you walk down the street. It's a similar concept to that. Um, did you get any food at any of these honky tonks? Because I'm looking at the food and it seems like there's a very specific food option. Well, it's barbecued a lot of the places, isn't it? I keep seeing these sandwiches, like these white bread sandwiches that are like like grilled on a sandwich on a grill like on a, a hot not a hot plate but okay. a, what do you call like a flat like a griddle griddle thank you and i keep seeing multiple pictures of these sandwiches i couldn't did you see any of these sandwiches I, I, can you turn your turn uh, your yeah, I'm nervous I, i'm nervous i'm nervous how good I, I did i did see some of those yeah that's from robert's western world or like this pbrs this is oh, what yeah. I'm looking at. This is yep. Robert Weston World. So I got I got a, a burger there. Okay, so you didn't get one of these because that's this is the, like the primary pictures of food that I see. Like even right. this, look. Yep, that was I literally sat right in front of that bar. See, and look, where, where why they do they, they keep having it? pictures of these white bread sandwiches? I think you missed out on. The, I might have, but the re- I'll the, tell you why. The, the reason why I got food. a burger though, Jared, is I want well, see, I look, just wanted something a little beefier. I I see it. I, I know it. you see it, but I'm just saying it seems like maybe I did miss out, and it also comes with this chocolate moon pie cookie. Yep. Did you get the cookie too? I didn't. And the mm, burger, it was just burger and fries. Nashville special. I guess so. Another one. That's the only well, food they have on well, the Google I guess, images. I guess, <laughs> I guess you and I have to go to Robert's Western World when we do I mean, our road trip you, to Nashville. This sandwich doesn't look that appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> the burger was actually pretty good. I, I can imagine that. that. I think I'd probably prefer the burger too. The sandwich does not look that appealing to me because it's like right. some sort of low-level meat. Just a big do me, tomato. Do me a favor though. Just Google Broadway honky tonks. And then I'm just curious if they have like a map or a list, just because it's crazy how concentrated they are on that one street. Um, and a lot of places you can get, you know, fried chicken, you can get barbecue, burgers. The the alcohol, I will say though, Jerry, the alcohol is pretty expensive. Uh, like a bottle of Budweiser at some of these places is seven bucks. Mm. Yeah, you can well, buy a six their, pack of that. That's their like, uh, yeah, there's like seven of them on one block. Yep. That's their, um, I mean, but this is like their tourist central, you know. This mm-hmm. is almost like their Bourbon Street or like Times Square, you know. Yep, it is. Like. Yeah. There's the Roberts Western World. There's um, Tootsie's is another pretty famous one. The that's stage been there for on a long Broadway. Time. Yep. There's Layla's Honky Tonk. There's Second Fiddle. Yep. Tootsie's, Walk by all as these. you mentioned. Yep. 
Legends Corner, Ripley's, Honky Tonk Highway. Yeah, there's a shit ton of them. Yep. Nudies. This is one block, by the way, yep. that I'm on right now. Yep. Nudies. It's crazy. Hon- nudies. What's up with nudies? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I think that's a uh, that's false advertising. That's probably why they have four point five stars. <laughs> oh come on! I used to, you can't call this place nudies. Right. Uh, three stars. I thought there were gonna be titties, but the music was good. <laughs> but the music was good. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. Sounds like a blast. It was a good time, man. Sounds like old blasty the, blast. The trip, the trip was fun, and and it was just great. You know, the transit served me well. I do have exciting news. What do you mean, Jerry? Oh, you're, I thought you meant the public transit. You mean your? your I mean my van. Yeah. I I think I've I think I've named it. Or, or uh, okay. I'm curious what your thoughts, maybe what our listeners' thoughts are. So as I was driving, I was talking to it because I'm weird like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it was because I was trying to pass cars and I had my foot all the way to the floor. Yeah, come on. Yep. And yeah. guess what? Guess where I was saying? I was saying, come on. Bertha. Nope. You're close, though. Come Missy. on. Old girl. You, you, nope. It's not. A, well, it c- could be a lady, but I don't think it's a lady. Come on. Come on. Come on, Thomas. Thomas the Choo Choo Engine. Come on, buddy. Come on. Oh, buddy's the name of it? I think I, think I might go with buddy. <laughs> All right. Because I just kept calling it buddy. Like, as I was trying to pass some of these, you know, RVs on the expressway and I was going up the hill. I think that's know. fitting because it is a very, the Transit Connect is a very friendly, mm-hmm. approachable vehicle, you know? Yeah, buddy. It's yeah. Just buddy. It's not intimidating yeah. by any means. Buddy of the Transit, I it's, think, yeah. you know, it works. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Buddy's so. good. And it's gender neutral. You know, I kind of get, I kind of, uh, sometimes when I hear like people like call their cars like she or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm like, relax, you know, it's getting <laughs> weird, real right. weird. So I like the gender neutral name too, buddy. So there, there we go. All right. Well, uh, should we get into our bread and butter, Jared, if you know what time it is? We can. And I'm thinking, I, I don't, did I do Untranslatables last episode? I don't think you did. Okay. Cause I was like, I, I feel like. I look at I looked at my untranslatables I had and I was like I feel like I did not say these, but I feel like we've done two episodes and I haven't done untranslatables once, so I I can't tell. Let's hear them. All right, well they're both Spanish. The first one is non beta. Oh, I did do it because I remember saying yep. beta. Yep, you did do this. All right, well never mind. I All don't right, have well, any untranslatables. Well, well Go I got I got quite a few then. Um, well, Jerry, do you want to start with Arabic or French today? Arabic. Arabic. All right, here we go. Oh, here we go. I'm going to try to say this. Um, el Elietletia min el shorba yon yon fok fil sabadi, which means he who burns his tongue from soup will blow in yogurt. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Is that how it goes? I, I just know. like that J. Cole lyric where, where, where he has the George Bush little speech. And I literally fool me just one time. Yeah. unplanned almost did the exact same George Bush because then I was going to be like, wait, no, is it fool me? Right. <laughs> fool me three times. <laughs> fool me won't be fooled again. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I would I would kind of give it to you. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Like basic. you learn from your mistakes, essentially? Uh, k- kind of, but you you overcorrect it okay so because you burned your tongue once now you're extra cautious and you just are kept are you are you reading my laptop bro do you have like some magic powers i do have some magic powers here here is the meaning yes you do here is the meaning jared if you had a bad experience once you will be extra cautious the next time you almost said that verbatim that's pretty crazy okay all right well that makes sense you know, that that's one of the untranslatables where you hear it, and it's like, I, I see it. That makes perfect sense. It does. I'll take a French one. Well, here we go. I think you, you might know this one because you did take French classes. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You overestimate already my French abilities. There we go. Pay well, no attention. Well, I burned my tongue once from soup, Jared, so what can I say? <laughs> a la vache. Vache? Ooh, that's an animal of some sort. It isn't is. It? I can't think of what the it's animal is. a black and white animal. A black and white animal. Eats grass. A cow. There yeah. we go. A la vache. Mm. Ah, la vache. Oh. Ah, la vache. Oh, ah. It's like, oh, the cow. Oh, my cow. Oh, my cow. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? Very oh, good, Jerry. So you can also say mon dieu, for example, which it, is another French. Does that mean my God? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is like a what you would say when you are like surprised, okay. right? Uh, or excite, excited. 
Okay. See, l- l- let me ask you, how many of these things are you, do you plan on giving me? Just let me know off the bat, because I feel like we can go, if, if it's up to you, this would never end. Let me give you one more French okay. one. One more. Last okay. one. Um, and I think, I think Jared, with, uh, well, let me just say it. Devenir chevre. Chevre? Is that hair? Chevre. Horse? You're getting warmer. No, horse is chevaux's hair, I believe. What's a or what's horse. a hairy animal that's smaller than a horse, but also has hooves like a horse? Shoves yeah, hooves. Has hooves. A sheep? You're close. A goat. A goat. Okay. Mm-hmm. To become a goat, and no, I don't mean the greatest of all time. <laughs> to be to become a fool, to look like a fool. Why would you look like a fool? Embarrass yourself because you keep making the same mistake over again. Um, to become the goat. If you become a goat, Jared, because uh, you fall, because you trip. No, you're 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 thinking too specifically. This is more general. Okay, because I imagine goats fall. Uh, you know, because they fall over sometimes. Oh yeah, especially those <laughs> fainting goats. Yeah. That's crazy to watch. <laughs> That's those. what I was thinking. Of. Um, no, this is um, um, this is like uh, for example, Jared, if someone came by your fancy ride and just keyed it, and you saw him keying it, you might become a goat. So I like to see red. Yeah, I'll give that to you. To get Basically angry. to go crazy, yeah, okay. but usually yeah. in anger. I think to see red means to go crazy. I think so, too. You're like you're yeah. so angry that you can't even see, like you can't even make proper uh, assessments. I'm about to make a mistake. I'm, my feet is all, are all tangled up in these cords. Those are some good untranslatables, Chad. Thank you, way. sir. You know, people from the Olympics, by the way, should be listening to our podcast. Because now, as we know, first of all, at every Olympics... Um, they the main event is banging and then occasionally they do some sport <laughs> on the side just once in a while you think it would be useful for these people that are meeting from all around the world to have some fun on translatables to throw around at each other you know especially we've experienced people, ah, people from all over the world no matter really where you're from if they don't expect you to speak your language their language and you speak something they get so excited that's true Here's a, a tip for you changer. Olympians, if you didn't know that. Other than being ripped and in perfect physical form, learn an untranslatable or two. Peak, peak <laughs> condition, for sure. You know, everyone there is ripped. You need to have your edge, and that's right. that you're going to have fun untranslatables that are going to uh, surprise native speakers. Exactly. Oh, Without wow, look at you. Um, how much do you... How much do you pay attention to the Olympics, Chad? You know, I've only been watching stuff here and there. I, I hate to admit this, Jared, but I get more, I get more news about the Olympics from social media. Mm. Why do you I hate to been. admit that? Because maybe I should be watching the Olympics instead of getting the my Olympics news. The Olympics are stupid. <laughs> the Olympics are stupid. No one in, in the they're great sports all over the place. I haven't. No one cares about the Olympics. Really. Why? Why is it? Well, I guess you just answered my question. Like Olympic soccer, like like I haven't Don't even watching it. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> but also timing is weird as hell too. Well, yeah, this year it's yeah, it's it's definitely a little more difficult just with the time change. But have you uh have you been following at all what's been going on with the US basketball team? Uh, no, but here's a no but. Uh-huh. I feel like what I have been following is a similar dilemma, shall I say? Okay. With the women's American soccer team. Am I wrong? Um, I don't know. No, you're not. The men, so the, at least I don't think you are. Uh, I, two I teams, tell you. Mm-hmm. what I'm getting at, two teams that you expect to just dominate and walk all have over. Have not been doing that. That have not dominated. Because I think the women's soccer team, which, by the way, never lose. The American, yeah, pretty the, great. The, the U.S. women's soccer team never lose. Just period. <laughs> they, right. they have won like every world women's World Cup that's happened. They just win all the time. And they've been walked. They apparently, I haven't watched any of this. By the way, this is all social media. They've been walked all. They've been walked over a little bit. Not walked over. They've lost. Um, and they're no longer. They they're no longer in the Olympics. And I don't think they got any medals. I think they lost before they could get any medals in the Olympics. Right. And everyone's shocked because the women, um, U.S. women's soccer team just always wins everything. And I imagine is that the same thing that's happening with the men's bas- U.S. men's basketball team. Well, I guess the basketball team is now in the finals. Okay, so not um, as bad. Right. Uh, but yes, uh, U.S. women's lose in soccer, win in volleyball, and in basketball, according to the Houston Chronicle. Um, so the women win in basketball and volleyball and volleyball but lose in soccer in the u.s yes okay and the u.s men's team is actually in the semifinal, but they lost their first game yeah they lost their first game though to france which this is the first time since like the 
80s yeah. that the U.S. men's team has lost a first game in the Olympics. Soccer? Basketball. Oh, we're talking basketball. 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 Okay, okay, okay. But, yeah. Okay, interesting. It is a it is a crazy like the Olympics are kind of a crazy thing though really. Yeah. When you think about it. You know what I mean? Like it's been going on for however long, right? And I think especially when it comes to sports, I think when for me personally when we're talking soccer for example, even when you get to national events like World Cup, Euro Championship, Copa or whatever like that, there's still to me sort of a weird sort of disconnect from the reality of soccer cuz to me the reality of soccer is mostly like club soccer. Right. And so when you get to Olympics, it's even more of like, what's who cares? Like, it's even more of a disconnect from like the reality of soccer to me. Right. It's not the World Cup. It's not the Europe. It's not any major. Well, it's national. not even it's not even a lot of the international teams. They're real A teams. Yeah, exactly. Either. Because of that, they all a lot of these teams also don't they're not going to prioritize bringing the best over you know when when they all when they're they're club stars you know right and i hate to say this jared i'm a germany soccer fan i couldn't tell you three people on the olympic team really nope i mean Could that's you? a shocker i haven't watched any of it right <laughs> well me either me either but uh yeah i'm i just have i just have no interest in the olympics it's and, and you know the thing about the olympics too is it doesn't seem like the the residents of any of these countries have any interest in the olympics or any sort of national uh, international sporting event, whether it be the World Cup or the Olympics, being in their country. Because when the World Cup was in South Africa, when the Olympics were, were in Brazil, I believe, or was that the World Cup as well? Um, well? You know, just like, it seems like every time it's just like, do the people want this or is this just like some like four billionaires in this country that got like some kickback for this? Where <laughs> it's like, and like, they're the only one benefits while like we're going to build a whole stadium that's going to be used once. Right. And, and then, then it we're just going to abandon it. Dilapidated. Yeah. Exactly. So who abandons a stadium? Funny, funny thing you mentioned that with the billionaires, though, Jared, because you know why they call it Olympics 2020? Well, well, I mean, I know that it was supposed to happen in 2020, and it didn't Correct. because of COVID. Correct. Why not just call it Olympics 2021? It's a good question. Why not? I don't know. Here's a theory. Merchandising. They had already created mm. all this merch for Olympics and for the Euro Cup. They called sure. it Euro 2020 as well. Oh, really? I didn't, even, did. I didn't, didn't even register. They did. And I was talking to some people in Germany. And they were actually like, "Oh, it's totally going to be merchandising." At first, first I thought they were joking, but then it was like, "Wait a minute!" Like that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. they probably start pr- printing stuff in 2019 or whatever. Exactly. Kind of like the same thing with the Super Bowl. Uh, they send off the losing team, like they donate the they they make a winning shirt for both teams. Yep. Uh, like a, a shit ton of winning shirts for both teams, and then the right. losing team they send it off to donate to countries around the world, and right. so you'll find like random kids in africa or india wearing like uh i don't know detroit lions super bowl <laughs> champions or whatever <laughs> that is hilarious well jared i do want to say this though you you mentioned that you know like who who from people's countries even watch the olympics i think i hate to say this and i hate to call you out on this but i think that's a very american thing to say and let yeah. me tell you why jared let me tell you why proud to be an american that's that's right I'm not. let me let me tell you why though jared so here here were two historic olympic gold medals that i think did captivate the countries where these uh where these people are from because it's been the first ever olympic gold medal so well, i know first one, of them. one which which do you know i know that my boss is from italy okay is that one of them nope okay. no italy has had gold medals uh, you, th- you think you think it took them till 2020 to win their first gold medal how, he was mentioning how exciting it was that that some Italian won like the hundred meter dash okay. or something. Maybe it was the first time an Italian has okay. won the hundred meter dash. Anyways, I'm I'm only reminding people that I don't pay attention to the Olympics that's, at all. That's fair. <laughs> it's good that I got stuff to talk about today, Jared. Otherwise, we'd be done. I have now, a list. I, I, I do want to talk up. Just go through the list of Olympic sports, which I do have. Okay. Ooh. Okay. We'll we'll do that in a minute. Um. But this one. So first one that's really historic, Jared, is a historic gold by the um, Olympic weightlifter. I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. Hidlin Diaz, who is from the Philippines, and she won uh, a gold medal in the 55 kg category after lifting a combined 224 kilograms. That's about 450 something pounds, Jared. Damn. Um, and she weighs about 110 pounds, maybe? More than double her weight. Yep. 
Yep. Jeez. And so she was. Uh, uh, she is a legend in her country by winning the first ever gold medal in Olympics for the Philippines. Uh, for the first time ever at an Olympics, Filipinos got to hear their anthem played after an event was completed. Obviously, Diaz was seen singing her country's anthem out loud and looking proud during the medal ceremony. Speaking to reporters, the 30-year-old Diaz said she was stuck in Malaysia for five months last year due to a COVID-caused travel ban, which forced her to build a gym and train with water bottles. A year later, she'll forever be remembered not only in the Philippines but around the world. The same can be said for the Bermudian triathlete Flora Duffy, who, like Diaz, won the first ever gold medal at the Olympics for her country. Duffy won the triathlon in a time of one hour, uh, 55 minutes and 36 seconds, backing up two world championships by winning a gold medal for Bermuda, which like the Philippines got to hear its anthem played for the first time following an Olympic event. So I think that's kind of cool to mention. Okay. So shout out to, um, to Hildlin Diaz and also to Flora Duffy for their first ever gold medals for Philippines and Bermuda. I'm so ignorant. I'm over here. Like where the hell is Bermuda? Isn't it in the Caribbean somewhere? Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm i going to be honest. I wasn't sure if it was in the Caribbean or like a Asian Pacific country. Mm, that's fair. But I'm ignorant and I'm, pr- I'm, I'm not proud. I'm not ashamed. I'll admit it. Let's go through the sports because there, there are a lot of Olympic sports. Let's do it. Three on three basketball. It's so weird seeing the scores. It's like, oh, U.S. won 14 to three or whatever. It's right. like, what is happening? Uh acrobatic gymnastics have you heard of this this looks like it involves two people i have not heard of this before um acrobatic gymnastics is multiple people doing like acrobatic routines with gymnastics oh interesting okay and so like synchronized acrobatic dancing essentially nice okay now when we're going through this please feel free to chime in with anything that something that you would watch I mean that or, would be interesting. The gymnastics like that. Oh, oops. Hold on. Let me let me focus on. I realize that this has all the Olympic games. Let me focus. Uh, let me f- make sure I just have summer stuff because that m- winter stuff was mixed in there. Oh, as well. good call. I will say this though, Jared. I hate to hate to uh, you know downplay the summer Olympics, but I prefer watching the Winter Olympics. Me too. You see the ski jumps and Those all that ski stuff. Ski jumps are crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. They have, even the half pipe stuff is awesome. It's pretty sweet. Or even when they do the stuff. You know, I've st- I just learned what is it the Whatever it is where they shoot and ski. Oh, yeah. the Is that the biathlon? Maybe. I just realized or learned from somewhere, listen to a podcast or something, the added level of difficulty with that. Because the whole point of like this accuracy shooting is controlling your breath. It right. didn't even register yep. to me. So you're doing like this super intense cross-country mm-hmm. skiing and you're out of breath and you have to then control your breath to take a well, Jared, like a marksman shot. I shot I shot guns while I was down south and uh, where uh, in Missouri. Is that down south or Midwest? Okay, Midwest, where, wherever you want to call it. It was southeastern Missouri, though, so it was it was bordering Kentucky. Your 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 uh, your your friend's dad's brought some guns out. No, just my buddy. But he it, has it some was, guns. Of course, Did he doesn't even live guns. there. Well, I mean, they're his family's guns. Uh, okay, but he and I went out <laughs> shooting. It was fun. What kind of guns? Uh, bold action rifle from World War II. Okay, okay, like cool. an M14 or something. Uh, I, it was a British one, but anyways, I can see the only reason why I mentioned it, I could see how the breathing for sure mm-hmm. would make a huge difference because you know it took a couple couple practice rounds till I could even really get the breathing. You never right. played a video game before in your life where you have oh, to I have. control the breathing. Of course, a little uh, bit. Okay, okay. Archery seems like a fun one. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Haven't you messed around with archery yeah. a little bit? Yeah, it's fun. I really like shooting a bow. You have a bow? I do. Is this new? No, uh, no. Actually, my bow, my bow is super old. I need to get a new. Okay, because I feel like I've heard about you doing this, but I've never. I've been to your house a lot, and I've never seen any signs of. It's in the basement. Sh- okay, it's all in the basement. <laughs> okay, okay, there's a lot of room in that basement <laughs> for stuff. A lot of room um, for activities. I mentioned artistic gymnastics. Right. Uh, artistic swimming, which is the same concept of artistic gymnastics, but in a pool. I guess that's is that. I wonder if that's the similar concept as like synchronized swimming, athletics. Just general athletics is what they call it. What the what hell is, is that? that? Yeah, what is that? Uh, oh, that's like running and shit. So athletics are the track and field events. 
So that includes 100 meter, 200 meter, 800 meter hurdles, steeplechase. Steeplechase is a fun one. Do you know what the steeplechase is? No, what is that? So steeplechase is the one where you do the, it's a hurdle into like the puddle of water. Oh yeah, those are cool. Those I never understood cool. that, why that was a thing, but they do a 3,000 meter steeplechase, which is long as hell. I didn't realize they go that That's long. That's super with long. I thought it would be like four, 400 is one go around the track, so 3,000 is insane. Um so yeah, they're they're just those are the those are the um, the track events, and then there, there are the field events, which are um, high jump, pole vault, long jump, triple jump, shot put, discus throw, hammer throw, javelin throw. From those, pole vault's a little interesting because it always mm-hmm. seems like it's going to go wrong. Um, triple jump or long jump is fun. No, yeah, long jump is fun because it makes it when you see it happen. It's it crazy. To see physically, it happen. seems like it makes no sense and would hurt because they do a thing where they jump and then flick their legs out first. Yep. Um, Gotta get that distance, Jerry. And then the javelin throw is always a fun one because okay. that seems real old school, back to like what they were doing in Greece. <laughs> well, and I think <laughs> this. A stick. I think this this Olympics, the the gentleman who who did the javelin throw bro- broke our record. Really? And it was crazy. I was seeing some memes. Somebody was like, he wasn't competing. He was hunting because he, his javelin landed like <laughs> three or four feet away from the cameraman. Jesus. Yeah. Just that, uh, I, the cameraman should get a medal for that for right. standing steadfast. Right. We have some more, uh, by the way, as far as athletics go, there's road events. Okay. And that includes like uh, yeah, a long distance, a 20 kilometer race oh, walk. Jeez. Well, a walk? <laughs> yeah. How does that Remember work? those? You, You've never seen that before? No. They do like the super high speed walk. Okay. How do you how do you judge that? Oh, you're running. You're running. Right. A Disqualified. A marathon, which is what, 26.2 miles? I think so, yeah. And then a 50 kilometer uh, race walk, which is just men. The 20 kilometers men and women. And then there's two more. Okay. Decapo- as far as the athletics. Right, go. right. Decap- Decathlon and a heptathlon. What's the heptathlon? Do you know what the decathlon is? Because I don't know what either. Decathlon is a ten. Is it ten kilometers? Uh, a de- no a decathlon. I feel like that's a bunch of events, right? Not, not kilometers. It's decathlon. Is is that ten events? I believe that's what Caitlyn Jenner was good at back in the day, right? The decathlon could, could be an athletic event taking place over two days in which each competitor takes part in the same prescribed ten events. 100-meter dash, long jump, shot put, high jump, 400-meter dash, 110-meter hurdles, discus, pole vault, javelin, and 1,500-meter run. That's crazy. So so I guess they add up like some sort of cumulative score of all 10 of those events for a winner. The heptathlon, which I guess is five? Yeah, that would make sense, I think, yeah. Let's see what what is involved in heptathlon. Um, all right, heptathlon. What are the? Oh, wait. What the, you know how in Google they have like the frequently asked questions. Right. One is what are the seven events in heptathlon. The second is what are the five events in heptathlon. <laughs> the heptathlon women consist of three running events, two jumping events, and two throwing. So events. it is seven. Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Okay. Maybe maybe it's yeah. I guess so. All right. Um, the the why why are the what are the seven heptathlon events? 100-meter hurdles, high jump. Okay, yeah, so it is seven. This, it's just they simplified it in the one I said before. All right. So those are the athletics. It's all the track and field stuff, essentially. Interesting. Um, I guess I never realized how they – it's crazy how much stuff they – because there's a shit – There's excuse me. There's a lot of on this <laughs> list. It is crazy how much they just can't. They just bucket it into one thing. Yeah, athletics, it's like ten yeah. things that they just. Well, put maybe into that's one. why, because there's too many <laughs> Olympic sports. Otherwise, I will say this, Jared. One thing that is new to this Olympics. Do you know which sport is new to this Olympics? What's that? Skateboarding. Oh yes, I did know yeah. that. You know what's coming next at next Olympics, 2024? What's that? Breakdancing. Are you serious? I'm serious. Nice. Uh, all right. Here's some more in the 2020. 2021 <clears throat> how, Olympics. How do first of all, how do they? And, and I don't expect you to know this answer, but how do they even decide like what sports go into the Olympics and what don't? Because I, I feel, feel like, like it, in 20 years, Jared, we're gonna have like 700 sports in the Olympics. I feel like, but stuff drops out as well. That's true. I feel like at this point, it, it's just with popularity has a lot to do with it. Like what what what's hot these days, you know. And skateboarding is a is a weird one because the skateboarding culture has always been anti-establishment right. and anti 
like corporations mm-hmm. and now it's like uh the one of the biggest sporting corporations wants to uh monopolize yeah, skateboarding yeah capitalize on skateboarding here's some more sports badminton seems like a fun one um i've seen some uh, i'll keep going baseball softball yep basketball beach volleyball that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about i don't remember now if it was beach volleyball no i think that was indoor volleyball was it handball no, I think that was indoor volleyball. Was it? Where what, the Norwegian the team refused to wear the little thong bikinis? Yeah, which I think, I think is maybe fair. that was outdoor. Maybe that was beach volleyball. I thought that was indoor volleyball. But yeah, they have like these specific sort of guidelines. Yeah, and they're like, which is silly. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's you just can either wear like silly. the thong or like the full underwear. Right. But that's it. Yeah. BMX freestyle. That seems fun. BMX racing. That seems kind of dumb. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch. A B, but racing. I don't want to watch a BMX bike racing. If I'm going to watch Have racing, you watch one. I would like because aren't they? Are they sw- swaying back and forth? There's, yeah, at high the jumps and stuff. Oh, there's jumps too. Yeah, oh, yeah that's oh, kind yeah. of dope. Yeah, it's because and they BMX got the, the bikes, little slow. Oh, I see. It's pretty BMX cool to watch. bikes are not fast bikes. I mean, you can get going though. Yeah, but if you were, I feel like I they got the long ramp and they got the jumps. It's, I feel it's like it's oh, cool it's BMX bikes of disc brakes on them i haven't you don't see that often <laughs> for racing but i feel like i feel like I, I could be faster than on a road well granted not on jumps obviously but on a right. road bike i feel like i could be faster than a pro on the a tracks BMX are pretty bike. cool maybe but i didn't even factor in the jumps it looks so funny because these are adults but they look like children right on these bikes <laughs> boxing that seems like a fun one right canoe kayak flat water that seems fun too canoe kayak kayak slalom diving equestrian Fencing, football, golfing, golf, uh, handball, hockey, judo. I enjoy judo. That's a fun one yeah, to watch. Judo is a cool one. Karate. That one's kind of good too. Marathon swimming. That is boring. Boring as hell. Yep. Uh, that's great to fall asleep to. Modern uh, pentathlon. We got another one, Chad. Now, based oh, off penta of, would be five. Right? Yeah, based off of what I see in the picture here, I think they have all the sports in this tiny little picture. Swimming, okay. fencing, equestrian. Some sort of shooting and running is what I see in the picture. So okay. we're going to go by that. Mountain biking. I'm sure that's fun, but I have no interest as a mountain biker. I'm not interested in watching it. Rhythm, rhythmic gymnastics. Eh, okay. Eh, I'm not do really you, Do you have that uh, Do you have that Snoop Dogg video I sent you at your disposal? I do. Because I, I do think that's him. a cool uh, Olympic event. I don't, even, it, I don't even know what it's technically called, but it's like the equestrian... Like the the oh that's um that's um oh dressage is it, oh look at let's you. see if that's on the list let's see if that's on the list dressage. let's go to let's go to equestrian I believe that's dressage so it's okay. probably within the equestrian area would make sense it's where the horses like trot around yeah I believe it's dressage okay. dressage there we go it's considered the most artistic of the equestrian sports and there it's we used go. as the groundwork for all other disciplines it tests the ability of horses and athletes to display both athletic prowess and extreme elegance by evaluating for example an athlete's ability and make to make the horse move quickly from side to side transition into gallops or rapidly change direction using subtle command so it's essentially just showing like showing off your horse the athletic tricks. ability is how how Smooth how much can your horse dance you have over the, did you send me that over instagram yeah, i think so yeah okay it's just how much control you have over an animal a beast yep. is what it is yeah <laughs> essentially it's wild to watch though jared <laughs> and they just sort of trot around yeah so what is this by the way why is snoop dog commentating so, so snoop dog and kevin hart were on a, a tv show and they were just asked to commentate on these olympic okay. games because i told you i saw him commentating skeet shooting and right. of course snoop dog had some fun commentary regarding oh, sure. skeet Shooting. <laughs> Here we go. I like this. This is equestrian. Prancing. Prancing. Oh, wait, look at that horse. Did you own a horse crip walking? Cut you see that? Yeah, and the horse is like moving side to side or back and forth, right? Oh, come on, man. This horse is off the chain. I gotta get this motherfucker in a video. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking a music video. That's awesome. I gotta put the horse in the video. I, I've only seen two clips from this, this and then the skeet shooting one. But I love that there's a professional comedian, Kevin Hart, and Snoop Dogg, a rapper, and Kevin and 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 Snoop Dogg seems to be the comedic relief. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Kevin Hart seems to be like the straight man. Right, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, the comedian's like trying to like he, he's like cracking up and, and just trying to like be the straight man. I find that hilarious. Snoop Dogg is is I mean he's he's a great host and commentator. Yeah. For uh, let sure. me just give you some other events, by the way. Um, road cycling, rowing, rugby. Rugby would be fun. I didn't even realize sailing. Sailing's kind of fun. Shooting. Shooting involves a whole bunch of various things, yep, that including makes sense. skeet shooting, which Snoop Dogg commented on. Skateboarding, as you mentioned. Sport climbing. Well, I imagine what it's like rock climbing or something. That's interesting. I, did you know they had rock climbing, Chad? Mm-hmm. Yep. So sport climbing involves, oh yeah, various versions of rock climbing. Yeah, interesting. I didn't even realize that. Learning new things here. Surfing. That's a cool one. Surfing is an interesting one because how do you know you're going to get the same wave every time? How do you how do you get the same wave? I think it's how you ride the different wave, and they have a judgment system based off of that. So, so the judgment would take into effect account I think the so. wave that they had access to. Swimming, we mentioned was didn't we already mention swimming? Yeah, maybe we did. It was dive, but interesting. I mean, we mentioned artistic swimming, diving, but not oh, marathon swimming is what we mentioned. Then there's also swimming. I love how those are split up. They're both equally boring. Swimming is a hard sport to get hype about, you know, as far as like, e- even if it's like sprint swimming, it's hard to get hype about. There's too much right. splashing to really get a good idea of what's happening. Table tennis, table oh, tennis. Oh, yeah. It's that's a great sport to get hype about. I've yeah. seen some. Have you watched any just like social media clips of table tennis? Oh, I've seen full matches. Seen, oh, I'm sure you have. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're in a household of, of proper aficionados. But I've seen some wild. Oh, I yeah. saw one where it was this one guy that had these crazy like smashes. smashes but then there's this other guy that was like 16 feet away that had the most delicate sort Touch. of like like curve touches mm-hmm. to like to respond to every and he ended up winning at the end i know the exactly what rally you're talking you about. saw that oh yeah where was this like this one guy he was the guy on the far side just smashed it and the yep. other guy would just be like Sca. and yep. the guy would just smash it back and he would just sprint Sca. Yep. <laughs> and then the guy that was just like placing it won at the end of it but he it did. was a crazy rally and the amount jerry the amount of touch it takes to be able because depending on how you smash a ball in table tennis it will put different spins on it right so you have to adjust your racket accordingly so the so guy's smashing it, it it's deceptive to i imagine you know it probably looks to the untrained eye like me that he's just smashing it while the other person's placing it well i imagine the smasher is also placing it as well he's placing it and the guy who's returning it he's putting other types of spin on the ball so if you watch him most of the time, he counteracts the spin. So if it spins so, to the right, he'll hit it, so it'll spin to the left. Because he's getting a shot that has so much power behind it, is it easier for him to do these super delicate yeah. spins? Well, yeah, because like just You can get a lot right more spin on it when, there's a, when it's coming at you with a lot more power? Yeah, there's just more momentum. Okay, so, yeah. so, so, so are they almost caught in a, in a place where the guy is forced to smash and the other guy is forced to do that, just uh, yep. how they got caught up? Yep, because... If if what happens usually is if the guy who's smashing it, you can't smash. Tries a, to it's do, hard to smash a smash. Uh, uh, not I necessarily. Imagine. Okay. No, not necessarily. But uh, with the guy smashing it, if he were to fake the guy out and hit like a drop shot because he's so far back from the table, a lot of times it's hard to do that because there's so much spin on the ball. Either the ball goes right in the net or it flies right off the table. Mm. So you have to kind of smash it to counteract all that spin and everything. Ah, and so then, that like that like ah, I see like counteract like turns off the spin. I yeah. see. Well, or the spin will just affect. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, table I gotcha. tennis. It doesn't defy the laws of physics, but it makes you question them for sure. By the way, for those of you that don't know, Chad is properly trained. His father is properly trained. Their their table tennis heads to the max. Yep. And they know all the they know all the little ins and outs. Um, taekwondo, that's another fun one that's kicking in shit. Uh, <laughs> tennis, track cycling, trampoline. What? Oh, that would be cool. That seems is that dope. Like flips and stuff. I guess so. It I looks like look. it based off of the little mini stick figure picture they have on the Olympic site. Uh, triathlon, which is run, swim, and bike. Um, volleyball. And water polo, which is where they kick people in the nuts underneath the water. Weightlifting and wrestling. Those are the, yep. those are the uh, uh, Olympic activities right there. Yeah. There, there's a ton of them. Yeah. And I'm looking up this trampoline right now, and it's awesome. The vast majority of those. I'm going to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's. I think the ones that really broadcast well are the more fast-paced ones. You know, yeah, a lot of the more Gymnastics distance is good. ones. Yep, especially like the balance beam. Right. Or um, running is always good. That's mm-hmm. easy to see who's winning. There's right. no confusion. Swimming as well. The short distance kind of fast swims can be kind of fun to watch too. Yeah, I feel like the struggle with swimming is it's harder. 
especially if it's a good close one, it's harder to see right. who's winning. Well, you gotta of, know the lanes. You gotta have the yeah. And I imagine usually they probably have some sort they of project. Usually, yeah, who. yeah, yeah. Speaking of swimming, though, Jared, I do want to mention this. Uh, I want to mention some extraordinary moments from this Olympics as well. We already mentioned the gold medal situation for Philippines and Bermuda, but listen to this, Jared. 17-year-old Lydia Jacoby wins the gold. Her Alaska hometown goes wild. American. Uh, Yes. So Lydia Jacoby was the first American woman to win a gold medal in the swimming events in Tokyo. The high school student dominated the women's 100-meter breaststroke, completing it in 1 minute 49, 4.95 seconds. And when she did, her hometown went absolutely wild. So that's the thing, dude. If you're from a small town, I feel like anywhere in the world, if you're from a small town... Everybody knows you, um, and everybody's watching. It's interesting you bring her up, and you bring up extraordinary moments, but you don't bring mm-hmm. up the fact that uh, during the medley relay, her her goggles slipped off, so she was going goggleless. I did not know that. Look That's that. crazy. Okay. That's some speed, Jared, when you lose your goggles. That yeah. They're not on properly, but either way. Yeah. Um, another kind of extraordinary thing, this Olympics, and we did talk about it, I believe, on the last episode, is the athletes showing off Olympic Village and their cardboard beds. We talked and about that. We did, right? All the yeah, yeah. athletes jumping on them and sending videos. That yeah, is too I, funny. I, you told me about an Irish guy, I believe, jumping on. I believe I yep. told you about three Mexican guys that like held on to each other right. and jumped onto it at once. And I saw, right. I don't remember where another group of people were from, but I saw like a group of like... I don't know where they were from, but they do. They would have like one person at a time stand right. on the bed. It was just all these like I love. It makes me happy because I don't. I don't know how how maybe afraid athletes are of because you know in certain sports athletes have a certain fear depending on the sport. Certain fear of like the over like in football you kind of see it. You kind of see it in Formula One too, where it's like the governing body really sort of controls the personality and culture. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes me happy to see all these athletes be like, we don't care about your no sex policy. And we're going to have all these fun games to see if these beds are beds are sex worthy. Well, you know, it's They're funny not afraid too. of being like disqualified for it or something. Right. Well, you know, what's funny too though, Jared is that I forget, I forget her name now, but one of the uh, women kayak competitors used the Tokyo condoms to fix a couple holes in her kayak and ended up winning a medal. And she said, had what? yes, I kid you not. Google it. I kid <laughs> you not. There was an Olympic kayaker who uh, used the Tokyo condoms to uh, basically patch up her kayak, and she ended up winning a medal. I know this shit sounds too crazy. This sounds like I something made up. I don't even understand up. how you would use a condom for that. Here, I'll read you. It's a, uh, Jessica Fox from Australia, it looks like it Australia. is. Australia. Olympian, Australian Olympian uses condom to repair kayak at Tokyo Olympics, as Chad just said. Uh, Jessica Fox posted a video on her TikTok account where she used a condom to repair her broken kayak. Uh, Same sentence. Uh, She went on to win bronze in the kayak uh, slalom event. Let me see this video. Uh, Let's see if I can find this video. That's too funny. I want to know how she's using the... uh, um, I have an ad block around and they don't like this on this site. Uh Uh-oh. Oi. You know, this Olympic site. Oi. (laughs) Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. No ad blocker, ad blocker, ad blocker. <laughs> um, here, all right. Uh, let's see. Nope. No, we're not going to see. There's an ad, and I'm not, it's not worth it. She uses a condom, condom somehow. Uh, yeah, that's certainly... Oh, there is no ad. That's certainly... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Pretty uh, crazy, isn't it? Interesting. Oh, so they so they did like some some like um, what looks like epoxy sort of repair mm-hmm. on onto like the cone of the. Um, I hate the I hate that TikTok voice. Bet you, that yeah. robot voice. Yeah, they did what they did from the looks of it is that they made an epoxy repair, uh, which is like you know like a clear sort of solution that that can s- dry. And then they put a condom over it because maybe they didn't have enough time Seal for it. it to fully dry yeah. or something. So they did that. Uh, as, as, um, I mean, that's, in, well, that's, inge- yeah. that's very ingenious yeah. and impressive. I love it. That's for great. sure. All right. I got two other uh, Olympic things, and then I think we've covered. Uh, the the uh, first one is 46-year-old Oksana Hutsovitina. Is that, from, is that ROC? Uh russia olympic no, committee or no. whatever <laughs> well so here's the thing on their tweet on tokyo nbc olympics they say uzbekistan's oksana 
Husovitina. And then in this article here on CBS, they say Ukrainian. Hmm. So what is it, folks? I don't know if it's a Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian or Uzbek, Uzbekistanian. I don't know if that's how you would say Uzbek. that. Uzbek. Um, but anyways, this was her eighth Olympics, Jared, and she has announced at 46 year old, uh, 46 years old, Tokyo would be her last. Yeah. She competed no in the vault event. That's crazy. Uh, and after completing the stadium, gave her a standing ovation, honoring the history making gymnast for decades of work. That's crazy though. Dude. Every jump she makes must be terrifying. Right. At Eight 46. Olympic games. That's crazy. So what's that? Eight, 24. So she, yeah, she started in her twenties. Yeah, she didn't even she started, didn't even start that early then. Right. Because if you do the math, that's 24 years ago. So she started at 22. It's not even that early. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) Like she could have started one or before that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At what? Well, that'd be what? 18. 18. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally do that. Anyways, my last one, though, Jared, have you heard of the heartwarming story of the two Olympians sharing a gold medal? That was the uh, Italian guy. Yes. And a guy from uh, uh, Qatar. Yes. But it wasn't for the 100 meter. It was for Uh, high jump. But it was the same guy. I don't know if it was the same guy. Oh, but he was Italian. Yes. Okay. He was, yeah, it was Italian and Qatar. I saw I, the clip on Twitter. It's uh, a, you know, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what my boss was talking about that this talking okay. about this morning. I made a comment in a meeting that I saw his celebration, and I realized now I didn't even see the celebration <laughs> for the thing he was talking about. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just love this story though because like they're talking about it and they're like, well, it's tied and you can do a jump off. And then I think the guy from they're kind of looking at each other, and the guy from Qatar I think says. Can we both just get a gold? And and then the committee guy, I think at first, is kind of like, uh, well, well, you two have to. T-. And then the French guy, I think, was just kind of like, sure, we can share it. There's a French guy, or, or sorry, Ita- oh. Italian, Italian. Um, I think it was Italian. No, I don't know. I don't Here, know. Let me see. Uh, because I already got it wrong in a meeting, so clearly I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you don't, don't have me, uh, don't have me lying. Right. Is it- uh, let me see. Here it is. He was um Italian. Okay. Yep. Yep. But yeah. So I I think that's I think that's just awesome to like share the gold. Gianmarco Tamberi, and from Italy and Qatar's Mutaz Essa Bash Barshim decided to share the gold medal in the men's high jump in the Tokyo Olympic Games in an unprecedented move that prompted cheers around the world from their sportsmanship. Yeah, I saw that too because for, there was the question and then they were like, yeah. And then it was just like they broke into celebration. Yep. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. Like, and oh, they, sweet. I want a gold medal then. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny though too. I, I guarantee you there are some frumpy boomers out there who are like, that's not when it's like a participation trophy. Exactly. You read my mind, Jim. I wonder if they're going to be friends forever now. They should be. I hope they become homies after that. You know, they should be. Completely different parts of the world, but that's a beautiful moment. Why not? To share I mean, up. that's the cool thing about sports. I will say this, Jared. Or maybe they're banging tonight. That could happen, too. <laughs> uh, well, the dude's from Qatar. I'm not so sure about that, Jared. Um, <clears throat> there are gay people in Qatar, I mean, trust I, me. I, I know there are, but, you know, it's a different yeah, world over there. But he's Yeah, but he's not there. He's that's free. True. He's this is the Olympics. point of the Olympics. This is what we talk about. <laughs> it's a fuck fest, Chad. <laughs> that's, that's he's true. not in Qatar right now. He's not concerned. He can be living his best life exactly that's fair that is fair well jared i mean i think that's the beauty about sports though is you know brings brings people, people from, together yeah, that's right that's right <laughs> fuck fest or not you know it brings people together so uh so yeah that's it's all i got for moment. you today jared um and everybody else out there so uh so yeah so thanks for tuning in and uh you can find us or or i guess let us know what your thoughts are about the olympics mm-hmm. at untranslatable podcast at gmail.com what are some of your favorite sports or favorite events or favorite stories you can also slide into those dms on twitter untranslatable one the number one check us out on instagram and youtube untranslatable podcast and please we beg you pajalsta five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast yekuyame muchas gracias shisha and dosvidanya